Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, trying to debut the theme song, which I've put on YouTube, and it's in the uh, description, um, but uh, <laughs> this is uh, episode five of Crow Calls, uh, having some sound issues with this thing. We might have to uh, get rid of Top Stew and try something else in the future, but until then, um, this is an opinion show, and uh, you guys know the drill. My uh, guest tonight will... Supposedly be Lori, but I don't know if he's uh, going to show up or not. That might be him. Um, bit of a few things to talk about while we're. Um, yeah, the music can't be heard. I I know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Phoenix and I were um, putting uh, cans of Pepsi in the freezer and it. Uh, one of them exploded, and now we have sound issues, so that's uh, from that. But um, there's an a interesting uh, statistic in WrestleMania that I wanted to uh, play by everybody, and that's uh, from WrestleMania 29 to 32. The uh, 
in the main show, not the pre-shows, but the main show, uh, the second match, the loser always becomes the number one contender to uh, the main championship. So it's either the World Heavyweight, the WWE, or the uh, WWE World Heavyweight title. And uh, 29 Ryback lost to Mark Henry, but he ended up facing John Cena at the next pay-per-view for the WWE title. Um, Kane and the uh, New Age Outlaws faced the Shield, and Kane took the pin, and he ended up facing uh, Daniel Bryan in the next review. And he had uh, Seth Rollins, who lost to Orton at 31, but ended up winning the title that night. And uh, AJ Styles lost to Jericho at uh, 32, and he's uh, the champion. He's the uh, contender going in. So, um, that's an interesting fact. Uh, and from what I've noticed, uh, Payback, which is the current pay-per-view that's coming up, is a better book than WrestleMania. I don't know if anybody else has that opinion or not, but, uh, yeah. And Lori informed me that he'll be on in a minute. I don't know about anybody else coming in, so... Unless Phoenix wants to come in on the call. He's more than welcome to come in on the call. I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> uh, I was trying to debate on what was the worst chant as far as uh, crowd chants go, and that's between the yes chant. If you still got it, this is awesome in the what chant. And uh, I'm going to have to go with the what chant, only because it, you know, you still got it. This doesn't really, I don't know. They put up the legends and say, like, Jericho and stuff when they come back. But at the same time, uh, the what chant, man. And I know many people didn't give many fucks at Mania attacking Hell in a Cell, but I mean, the women's title match, you gotta admit, was pretty damn good aside from the, uh, you know, the finish. And Ryder winning the ladder match was pretty damn awesome. So, uh, um, there's like a, it is, there's a version out there of the, uh, Roman Reigns and Triple H match where you could clearly tell that the, um, the network uh, put in um, crowd chants. Like, um, if you actually listen to the actual match itself, the crowd gave no fuck, and it was silent as hell. But yeah, uh, no one gave a fuck about the build-up to uh, Mania, aside from now on the show. I guess that's what you're thinking about, Major. And there was a note in our commentary last night about, um, I think JBL made the reference about how AJ Styles was the uh, quickest competitor to uh, get a, a championship shot. And he's been around for like three months. But uh, and then they noted about uh, Charlotte and stuff, but Santino, actually, his first match in the WWE, he won the Intercontinental title. And Carlito won the U.S. title. So, I mean... Unless we're talking about main titles, like WWE titles, um, 
I think there's uh, many people that have had quicker shots at it uh, as a WWE title before AJ. So I know many people were uh, trying to listen to the Bullet Club or uh, Gallows and Anderson team last night on Raw, and uh, fucking the commentators, you know, talked throughout the entire fucking thing. So it's like. They give these guys some badass gear and a badass song, but no one can fucking hear it because announcers spoke over it. But I did find that uh, WWE did post the official theme. It's called uh, Omen in the Sky, and I can put it in the chat description later on tonight after uh, the show is done. Um, you notice that uh, if you touch one of the McMahons, you're going to get hit? Like... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like, uh, if you touch Vince, you're going to get suspended because uh, uh, Vince suspended Titus. And uh, Shane beat the shit out of the Miz when uh, Miz was pointing him on SmackDown. And then Steph slapped, like, security guards for, like, no fucking reason. So, if, like, you mess with him, man, you're going to get your ass kicked. Or you get your ass fired. It just depends. So. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, during the main event uh, with uh, Del Rio and uh, Rain, the Bullet Club, or whatever they're going to be called, uh, they did have a better listen as far as their theme goes, but, you know, the announcer still spoke over it, but the official version was released, and, uh, like, uh, No Way Jose's theme was released and all that stuff, so, uh, like, uh, it's uh, WWE Music on YouTube. I think that's the official channel, uh, all one word, so... Uh, Rory is on. I'm trying to uh, get his uh, requested theme or the theme that we discussed. Um, but hopefully it plays. I don't know if it fucking plays. So uh, let's see. He is in chat. Rory, you ready? <laughs> well, I, I don't know if he's ready or not. But I'll play his uh, theme for now and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm having sound troubles. I don't know if it's Toxie's bad or something. I don't know. But if you're ready to make the call. I guess Toxie's uh, having problems with the uh, sound today. I guess we're going to have to find a new place eventually, but right now we just what we got, I guess. So. Well, that uh, was interesting. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to the show, Lori. How's it going? <laughs> well, that was interesting. Yeah, it was. I, 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 
Yeah, I tried to play the, the uh, Baron Corbin theme for you, and I don't know if it, you could hear it or not. No, I was actually dealing with the. Uh, they were telling me that the uh, this call this call wasn't the this show wasn't even on. Yeah, like I I don't know like I did you refresh the page or anything? Mm, no, but I just hit the hit the ID and it said no, it's not scheduled. Yeah, <laughs> I scheduled for eleven thirty. So, anyways, like so, how you been? Uh, well, exhausted for the last little while, but can't really complain. Well, I could, but yeah, well, really I mean, like, long hours at work, right? Oh yeah, I can relate. I mean, I think myself and Phoenix do like twelve hours at least. But uh, so uh, welcome just like to, yeah, welcome to the show. Long time no talk. Uh, we haven't done this little radio show since the uh, old EEW radio show back in 2008, maybe? Yeah, speaking of which, uh, you said there was uh, people that need to be thrown out windows? Yeah, Phoenix and I's uh, neighbors need to be thrown out our windows because, I mean, these guys are just, you know, they play their music nonstop to the point it's like 5 o'clock in the morning. They don't stop fucking fighting. There's like two different yeah, hey, 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 hey. Don't worry. I got this. Be right back. Having each other in the air. Get the fuck over here! I'll fuck your ass! Yeah! They, they buy shitty ass weed and smoke it. Uh, well... <sighs> I don't know if they're I don't know if they're gone yet, but uh I'm keeping my eye out on the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So like uh Major said in the chat that the uh G and D logo like the G and D uh for life logo on the uh Guns and Anderson uh badass gear is uh Guns and Boost probably and it took play on Anderson's machine gun gimmick and uh Gennison and uh, Gallo's falling off the wagon, you know, prior to the straight edge society. What are your thoughts on that? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, I actually uh forgot that Gallows was on the straight edge society for a while. It's been so long since I remember that uh, that gimmick there. Oh yeah. man, that was Yeah, if you don't remember, he was sexist before. <clears throat> Luke Gallows was uh that's just when he was the mass pain when uh he fought uh unmasked pain. Yeah, I re- I remember that part, but uh, I mean, Gallows was re- I think wasn't Gallows silent really silent when he was with the Straight Edge Society? Uh, for the most part, he was silent because uh, Punk talked. But I mean, Gallows did speak for a little bit, you know. That's probably why. That's probably why I don't remember him that much because usually he didn't talk. So, like, I'm going to transition this because um, Gallows had an interesting gimmick from Festus to uh, Gallows, obviously. But uh, I recall uh, when I first met the Lori character that you portrayed, it wasn't actually uh, Lori Henry that was uh, in that moniker. So, you want to share God that? God damn story? it. <laughs> You want to share that? Why did I know you were going to bring that up? Well, I mean, okay, so that's how, you know, I uh, 
got the notice to you from that gimmick, so it's only natural that, you know, that everybody that doesn't know that story should know it. You're a dick, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, I don't think people like Major or Phoenix or anybody else knows that gimmick. Oh, I can't get up any of you, all right, fine. <laughs> Dick. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, people got people. People need to know. Okay. So, well, my my wife. I'm actually holding quotation marks up my, with my fingers. Is an open book. So ask away. All right. So the. Uh... The character that was in EEW uh, that was uh, quoted, uh, Lori Henry, uh, you want to talk about that for a little bit? Okay. <laughs> God, I hate you right now. <laughs> you, want, you want me to spill the beans on that? I mean, because, I mean, people don't really have access to those archives as far as EEW goes. Funny, EEW is still open. Well, I mean, it's open, but, I mean, those archives are hard to find, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, long story short, I wa- you have to understand something. I've always wanted, when I create these characters, I've always wanted to create characters that were unique. I'm pretty sure you're the, you're the same way. Yeah. And actually, one of the, one of the things that uh, the EEW Lori, or... Karen, as the case may be, is I was always a fan of Metroid, especially the part where, like, holy fuck, I was playing as a woman all along. It just blew my friggin' mind. And I I take it that uh, you love Super Metroid. Oh, much so. I would say that is probably the second greatest game on the Super Nintendo of all time. Second? And that Chrono Trigger is ah. <laughs> badass. I mean, as far as okay. play, you know, as far as non-role playing games, Super Metroid is the number one. But as far as yeah. of all time, but uh, but, but yeah, suffice to say, I always wanted. It's like seeing seeing the whole story about the is well, Samus says she was as people ended up discovering her. I figure. How could I, when I started trying to make a character for EEW, I'm thinking, I want to try, I want to try this out. So I start, so I basically started with the male version of, with, well, Lori, as this case may be, but it's only, I, actually, truth of the matter was, the plan was, is I was hoping to win my first major title in EEW, and then do the major reveal. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all of, especially, you remember, you know how Christina Parks was. Yeah. They were always uh, trying to push her away. Yeah, uh, the booking for EEW at that time was very horrific. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know the whole point. Like, that, it kind of also played out on that because... Uh, I would, if I would have won it, I would have said, I, I would have actually dragged Christina into it because, let's face it, oh, you want to push her aside? Oh, surprise, surprise! 
Yeah, unfortunately that didn't happen, but uh, something something came from it. I believe I know where you're going with this. Well, I mean, uh, Lori donned the colors of red and black, as I recall, and it it wasn't with that. Yes. <laughs> he or she, he or she, ended up being being dragged into Team Carnage. Well, I mean, can you say that uh, Team Carnage uh, helped get you more noticed than you were? I'd like to say no, because no, no offense to you, I yeah, thought yeah. I was actually doing a good enough job, but. In reality, <laughs> well, I mean, like the uh, aftermath, because like as after uh, like as uh, EW was slowly dying down, you know, another face was up in the rise, and as I recall, Lori Henry made a big splash in that, but it wasn't Karen; it was the real Lori. Well, yeah, I I kind of made like. It, Eventually, I made the, the one of the things I've actually uh, kept as a secret is the reason why Karen donned the suit that basically made her look um, look like a two hundred and sixty seven pounder. But mm-hmm. and more often than not, I basically said, "Okay, I need to have these people to meet as little as possible for the time being." It was only until, like, when, uh, in forward, when, uh, when Lori was the was actual champion, she she was training, uh, I think it was Astrid and, uh, TK something. I, yeah. It's been a long time. That they actually really interacted for, for the first time in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, did, uh, I don't think you ever, like, resolved that conflict between Lori and Karen. I mean, eventually you just made Karen, like, an apprentice of sorts to Lori? She's she's always been uh, her... uh, Karen has always been Lori's apprentice. It's just... The thing is that he... I've never really... I have it all... I can explain it all, but I'd rather not right here. Yeah. It's kind of a little complicated, but... Well, as we all know, Gaia wrestling is a very complicated place, in all honesty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can, uh, you know, kill Chris Brown and all that other shit, and you can have your arms broken and then be fine the very next day, so... Oh, yeah. Or... That's basically uh, me surprising Arson all of a sudden to defend somebody in FG only for him to say, oh, no, I'm not, do- I'm not dealing with that crap. I, you know, certain people on Gaia Wrestling is just hard to uh, deal with that, I guess. <laughs> but, um... I'm just saying it right now. I made the one-man wrecking machine my bitch. Anyway, that's it. <clears throat> but uh, doesn't everybody make him his bitch? I mean, they're bitch. Because, I mean, he's not really, you know... No, but yeah, but yeah, but you didn't hear the whole uh, 
all the complaints I got from from the crew afterwards. <laughs> well, there's always complaints about that guy. I mean, he portrays himself. No, that, no, they, was, they were complaints about me. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I'm sure that you know some of them weren't justified, but it's whatever. I mean, <laughs> like any, but anyway, yeah. Suffice to say, I I know I have a lot of unanswered questions, but that's really one of the things I. That's actually what I want. Well, I want people to ask. I think both of us have the unanswered questions because they're still like one of the number one questions that uh that's still looming, and that is uh, how Crona adopted Lily as his you know daughter. That's never been answered. Why are you uh, bringing this up? <laughs> well. Uh, I'm just saying that's one of the many questions unanswered. But uh, for those that don't, that didn't hear in the conversation, Karen Atwood was uh, Lori Henry in uh, EEW. So, and uh, she was being blackmailed uh, by uh, Carla Salton as far as uh, she's like, uh, if you don't join Team Carnage, you're going to get your secret exposed and all that stuff. So yeah, Karen was uh, Lori in EEW. Yeah. Ooh, we want Lowell to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, you, have to read, you have to read the, prom, the, the uh, promos between Karen and um, the LAX as far as their battles go to really understand, like, the lulls between it. I mean, it's... We Let me back, put you this way. Karen is known for be, uh, taking on four people in a four-on-one handicap match and winning via submission. What does that tell you? That's how dangerous she is. And you want to... And... <laughs> that's all I really need to say to that. Like, four guys, one girl. That should be taken out of context so badly. I know that's the whole point. <laughs> so like, um, he want he wanted lols. I'm gonna give him freaking lols. Yeah. Uh, so um, you eventually uh jumped ship to EWA and you uh made a, a probably arguably your greatest success in EWA. So uh, tell us about your EEW uh, EWA days. Well. Well, when I jo- when I joined in EWA, I actually I actually started out with the I think the with the Mayhem Championship was it? Yeah, yeah. And that's what and that's actually when I made the first little incident between Lori and Lori. <laughs> yeah. Which brought and it was also around that time where. Uh, it, there was like so much going on in EWA. Like you had the Unstoppable League, you had the. Uh, there was like two. There was like three or four things you were doing at the same time. I just can't remember them all. Uh, and like all the tournaments and uh, everything else. Var- various tournaments. Like, I know I'm I'm the, I'm your last Unstoppable champion in EWA. Uh, that's one claim I've got right there. I've got. Um, I've got. Hmm. 
like there's been thoughts about bringing you back to uh, King of the Deathmatch, Matt, which that's going to get a different name. So, uh, and I know you were, I think, the last winner of that. So, any chance you plan on defending that title or anything? What King of the, King of the Deathmatch? Yeah. If ne- if necessary, I'm also. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, who was the last best of the world? Uh, I believe that's you. I'm looking at the title history now. I'm bringing that up. But that's going to be changed at the uh, current the pay-per-view coming up in the EWA, which we're going to crown a new best in the world. All right, fair enough. It's either going to be uh, Xavier X, Mickey McKay, or uh, Mr. Mirai. Ooh. Now, uh, you might, have to, might have to make on, my presence known there. <laughs> you got any thoughts known about who should win and challenge maybe Hero Omega, the reigning champion, or um, Caliber? I mean, what match, like, between those three and between the three I told you about winning the best in the world, uh, what would be your match as far as um, the, uh, the challenger versus champion? Okay. As much as I'd like, I'm, I'd love to say a. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Omega for starters because I mean he's actually showing up that he's really hungry right now. Yeah. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. When I had when I had the Sprocket one, he was showing that he was hungry too. But all then all of a sudden he just disappeared, and it doesn't help that I also disappeared too. But. But you are still retained. Yeah. But now now that he actually has it, I want to see what he can do with it. As do I. So, like, um, who do you think is going to be uh, the best in the world as far as this year goes, and uh, who do you think is going to challenge him? Hmm. As far as best in the world is concerned, ooh. It's going to be uh, Mickey McKay, Xavier X, and um, Mr. Mirage. See, I don't. Mr. Mirage is is new, so he has he has some uh, the surprise thing. But I actually think it's going to be Xavier X. I mean, if I was a betting man, and uh, the storyline would be that you know Xavier and Omega have quite a history, and they've been known to tear the house down, so. That would be the ideal thing, but, I mean, Mickey is very hungry for it, I mean, considering he's never held any championship, so. Yes, and the thing is, is that it, it, when you have triple events, you have uh, you have multiple reasons to, you have, oh, crap. <laughs> no, I wasn't cursing. Yeah, it's not a PG show, so. Yeah, I don't know why I had the sensor thing anyway. Uh-oh. But the thing is, but the thing is that uh, with this, it's pretty much anyone's game. I I want to see what I, I'm going to want to see how it actually goes on before I can make my statement. And uh, as far as the women's championship goes, I know you have a, quite an investment in this because it's uh, Miranda defending against. Uh, 
your uh, apprentice, Karen. Oh, really? Yes, it is. It's not official yet, but that is what we are going with. Well, I can tell you right now from a... Right now, Karen is not really focused on the on the championship, on um, winning another championship. She has her son there. She's going. She's focusing on getting him ready for the to become a major championship. He is, he has the case after all. Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't it be nice for Karen to have a second, you know, major championship, or is she going to go for something like the Battalion or the Genesis? Because I mean. Winning one of those would make her a triple count champion. And, you know, I've actually talked with her about that, but the thing is, is that, well, you know her. Yeah, I... She I can know be, her you, know how she, you know how stubborn she can, she can be. When she wants to do something, she'll... She'll just <laughs> say, screw it, and she'll do it. Well, I mean, maybe perhaps we can give her the option of giving her a shot to say Bianca. Would that be in the realm of possibilities for Bianca or anything? I don't know. I mean, Bianca's been kind of distant lately. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I think uh, she was ha- like, I think Bianca's getting to the point where she needs to take a little bit of a breather every once in a while. Yeah. So, I mean. Don't get me wrong. I, it would be nice. I don't. I don't think she would say no to getting a title shot. I mean, it's like every time she's had a title shot ever since she debuted. Debuted. She's been basically something's always came up to where she had to bow out of it. So. So would this be like her chance to get that one major championship that's longed in her career? Possibly, but thing is, you never know. You never know with the those those two. And uh, what about Lily? I mean, I know Lily's not a wrestler, but uh, what role does she play in the company as far as anything goes? Uh, play, uh, let's see. As far as Lily is concerned, she's basically she usually caused her own little sort of chaos. Uh-huh. And quite frankly, uh, she's... Basically, she... she you, bleh, I can't speak today. <laughs> but, the, but anyway, as far as Lily is concerned, she's usually the one that... Uh, she'll stay at... Uh, she'll stay behind the scenes, basically... Doing the little, doing what little she can with what she, with the power she has. She's and I gotta know, where does she get them uh, big ass trucks filled with candy? What? Like you know, it seems like for every major holiday, she always has like a big ass truck of candy ready for uh, Chrono and stuff. I have no idea where she gets that stuff. <laughs> but um, like I know you uh, 
you're a wrestling fan, so uh, what brought you into wrestling, so to speak? Well, um, honestly, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I miss mo- I miss most of it in mo- growing up. Like I missed the entire Attitude Era growing up. Well, I mean, like, uh, what like brought you into it? Like, um, like made you compelled to like watch it? You know, because I know it's harder and harder to watch it. You know, these days. You know, prior to uh, Mania. Um. Well, I've always I've always enjoyed it as a kid. So, like, did you have a favorite growing up or anything? Oh. Well, always loved Hogan. Who 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 didn't? Oh, I, was a fan. <laughs> I was not a Hogan fan. Well, do we share them? Well, I mean, I, he's just hard to like. I was more of a Savage and Warrior fan until um, the oh, 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 oh I, I love them too. So, didn't I, I love? I had I had like a list, but I was mostly into like the technical ones, like. Hart, oh, Brett or Owen, Davey Boy yeah. Smith. The Hart family was probably my favorite growing up. I mean, I met them. Um, I know Owen, like, uh, the pay-per-view where he died at, his, he brought me and my mom to um, that pay-per-view, and we got to sit front row and, you know, what happened to him that night, you know. But, uh, Ouch. Yeah. But like I'm, we met him before that too, because like um, I have a picture somewhere of uh, myself, the bulldog uh, Jim, and uh, Brian Tillman and uh, Gary Hart, um, like all together backstage, and I got like Chase and Brett, and it's like an autograph picture somewhere. So, but um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got uh, and I met Eddie like three days before he died. Like I remember, like that story is like synonymous. I've told that many times on, um, like on Gaius. What about like, uh, yeah? What about uh, role playing uh, wrestling? What got you into that? To be honest, I was kind of I was bored. I wanted to see. I would. I used to role play a lot, and. All of a sudden, I saw a link for wrestling. It's like I watched, I read a few threads, and then I just started. Like, I think I'm gonna try this. Now, like, um, you've certainly been around longer than most people. I mean, you're considered a vet the most. So, like, you know, back when you first started, how has that changed compared to now? Aside from like most of people that were there not here anymore. Really I'm it's more my my style. Like I used to just go with I would just do my entrance and then I'd wait for how my opponent RPs, and then I would just try to mimic their RP style. But then nowadays, I'm just nowadays I actually have my own. I don't worry too much about that. I just go in and just do what I can and do what I can. 
But, like, is it, like, the same compared to, you know, like, back then people would do, like, one-liners and stuff, and now you have people doing, like, paragraphs and paragraphs about, you know, their matches and stuff? It all depends on the, it all depends on the people you're up against. It's always been the, It's always been like that. Some people do one-liners. Some people do paragraphs. What about the, like, the, uh, yeah. What about, like, the feeling, you know? Because, obviously, it, you know, back when I started, it was clearly not the same as what it is now. Aside from, like, the politics and, and the bitching and moaning, that's always been a staple part. Oh, yeah, that's, all, that's always been a staple but the thing, But the thing is that um, at least people are trying to get it to curb. There's always going to be, like, a few people who are going to be, well, there's always going to be a few bad apples in it and everything, but as long as you weed out the bad apples, hopefully it'll be all good for the mo- for the most part. So, like, um, do you have a favorite person you've uh, faced, and uh, what about anybody you want to face in the future? You there? Oh, I guess you uh, really had some sound issues. Uh, so um, I guess I'll just keep talking until he comes back, and if he doesn't come back, I'll just keep talking until the show ends. So um, one of the things I had written down is that uh, why does it sound like people are snapping in the syndromes every time they super kick people? I mean, this is like notorious in Lucha Underground, but uh, WWE is doing it a lot more now. And it's, like, I've super kicked plenty of people before, but it doesn't sound like me slap, snapping into a slim gym even before I got, like, my uh, mouth surgery. So, I mean, it's got to be somebody clapping or something, but I don't even know. Uh, Can someone tell me what the hell an USA is? And, uh, because I know the USAs use it all the damn time, but it's like they use the word USA more than Vince Russo uses the word bro. And I swear to God, bro, it's annoying as hell. Like, is it supposed to mean cousin? Is it, supposed, is it smaller for bro? I, I, I gotta know, bro, because it's just, what the hell is an USA? And while we're on that, why does Roman Reigns have such ridiculous fucking catchphrases? They don't get over it. It's like, we get it. You're not a good guy. You're not a bad guy. You're the guy. But nobody fucking likes you. So I don't even fucking know. Um, for those that are uh, living under a rock, China apparently died. Well, I mean, China did die, but at the same time, people are portraying her as, you know, a woman that broke down barriers and stuff like that, but uh, it's all good, Lori. Uh, whenever you're ready to get back on, just call in. But, um, 
kind of really didn't break down any barriers. And I, I'll say that um, because women were with him in a lot longer before he even was thought of as far as competing. And then when Trina came in, they portrayed her as a transvestite. They referred to her as it. And it's got a penis and stuff like that. And it wasn't until they feminized China by giving her breast implants and making her look more like a woman did they finally recognize her as a woman. And it's, I mean, yeah, she won the Intercontinental Championship, but better people, better women have competed before her against men and better people now do it. I mean, if you see any of Joey Ryan's matches, you understand. Um, uh, Lori, actually, oh, wait, uh, I got to unmute you. Uh, there we go. Lori, you on? I mean, you're unmuted, but uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, I just had some. I just had some phone issues that I had to deal with. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find something better than talk to because it's not letting me put my theme songs in. It's not letting me do it for anybody else. So I don't know. Well. Anyway, my apologies. I just had, I just figured, try to fix it by hanging up and redialing. So, but yeah, I'm back. <laughs> so, like, um, what I was getting at before, I guess you had your phone problems. Is did you have an, a favorite opponent and uh, any future opponents that you want to face that like you need to face or anything? Uh, okay. Oddly enough, for my favorite. My favorite opponent actually is uh, Kanaka from uh, the, when he was playing the LAO. Okay, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was my fir- that was like my first real full storyline that un- that unfolded. Like, I know there were times where he w- he had moments of act of inactivity, but. We were able to fix it up, fix it up. We, I had a good build up. He ended up starting to get a good build up, and then he reached a big climax. I mean, he he really was playing. He was really playing the heel part. I mean, he was even getting you going. Yes, yes. Very underrated role player. But, uh, one of these days, we'll have to get on uh, Tony back. Well, I have him on Facebook, so. Well, I do too, and you know it would be interesting to see in uh, his LAO characters versus uh, inversions. That that might be a dream match. We we actually uh, almost did had a moment where we almost started that, but that was that was many years ago. Now, as oh, for yeah. as for dream opponents, let's see. Truth of the matter is, the way things have been going for me as of late, I'm pretty much, well, except for like a few exceptions, I would pretty much go up against anybody. Well, we're not going to like talk about them uh, exceptions because I have a feeling I know who they are. (laughs) But, uh, okay, so... uh, You've been playing uh, Lori, Karen, and Bianca. So, uh, 
I'm going to go down with this uh, list. Uh, Bianca, what was your favorite uh, defining moment for her? Bianca, huh? I'd like to say I'd like to say it was. Um, I'd like to say it was when she won the uh, when she won the title in AEW. But truth of the matter is, it it was actually the storyline between her and Marks. Okay. Where where they basically found out. Oh, by the oh, by the way, something. Ha- Something happened to those two in Vegas one time, and seven years later. There's, there's a, there is now a little one. <laughs> well, I think that might be one of the best things Marx has ever done, unfortunately. I mean, he doesn't stay active enough to do anything, sadly. Uh, well, it, it happens. All right. So what about uh, Karen? Oh, this one's gonna be, this one's gonna be a lot more difficult because she's ha- unlike Bianca, she has actually had more more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and from what I can gather, she is the fourth longest reigning EW Women's Champion. Oh, really? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't know that. Mm. Uh. Yeah, uh, you got uh, Yuki's number one, Claire's number two, uh, Savannah's number three, and Karen is number four just by nine days. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, see, the thing is that um, one thing about Karen is she, she actually does have a uh, one claim to fame is that she has never lost to Yuke. mean Yuki? Yep. She she lost once, but that's only because you went inactive and it was like a crew decision, but I said no. So they just made it no contest. Well, it's not a loss now, is it? <laughs> well, I mean, it would have been if I said, if I told them to make it a loss, but, I mean, other than that, they just made it a no contest. Oh, oh, well, damn, I'm going to have to figure out this because that's actually one of the things I actually have, that I actually have written down and some stuff I have to update the profiles with. But that's a technicality. I mean, you know, it's counted as a no contest anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what about Lori? Oh, well, See, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna just be honest with you. Like, I really don't care about the matches. Really, it, I care more about like the the story behind the match. And I'm pretty sure you're the same way with. It. Yeah, I've always been a staple part as far as a story goes within matches. And like, don't get me wrong, random matches are good and all, but I'd like to get uh, at get. That build up once again, like where where yes, it takes like it may take a few months, but at least people are going to be interested in. It. Like say what say what you want about uh, how 
this, how the story between uh, Marx and Bianca ended up dragging on for so long. But for the time, everyone was talking about it. I like that. I don't think it, like, dragged on too much. I just think, you know, it would have been better told if, uh, you know, Marx was around to do stuff about it, you know? Yeah. True for the, true for the matter is that there is actually a different version of it than the way it actually played out. If it's the one I'm thinking of, because there were certain ones that you were talking to me about and, you know, you went with something else completely different, but... No, I actually... Well, it's something similar, but I actually never said anything about this. Like, it was that, like, you know how Marx was against Brian Bain? Yeah, yeah. For that? It originally wasn't supposed to be him. Because, like, Marx was trying to do a storyline where uh, Eris, which was uh, Yuki's daughter, would be, uh, you know, his daughter, and I would not go for that. That would imply that Marx and Yuki uh, had relations. Um, wasn't he trying to get, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he trying to get with Demita too? Uh, I don't even know about that. I think so, but at the same time, he, you know, because I'm pretty back. sure that I'm pretty sure that's the reason you, because I'm pretty sure when you were in crew in EW, you t- suggested to him to do. The, to do the idea with me. That's I mean, how cause, yeah, because you needed something going for you to get you noticed. And, you know, it's just a shame that, like, many people didn't notice, like, the Joshua Danielsons and the, uh, the uh, Cody's and, you know, the uh, Kanakas and stuff like that. Because, you know, when you guys finally broke out, you know, you guys were, like, the big deal for, like, the longest time. And, you still kind of are, even though you don't have much going for you at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a, something I'm used to. Such a shame, really. But I mean, like, like this year, you know, like some people, like uh, Byers, is um, he's got the if factor and everything, but. Either he's just not applying himself or, or something, like the buyers and Trevors and uh, stuff like that. I mean, cause I've well, been trying for like years to get them to the main title and stuff like that, but at the same time, they're just like going inactive or whatever personal problems they have. I, well, and I I do know where where they're coming from. I mean, like there are many times I, for the last year or so I've tried to do something. Either it would either something would happen between in my real life that I have to take care of. Yeah. Which, sorry, that's pri- I'm pretty sure well, everyone's going to agree if that's priority. Yeah, or, like, yeah. I don't like or, or the worst of it, it all. Or the worst of it all is I'll post something and it gets completely ignored. Yeah, it's like, you know, you feel like you're wasting your time and everything. I can relate. Cause, like, my other role plays that aren't on Gaia, they get, like, ignored, even though, like, I have this vast amount of followers and stuff. But the thing is that this is actually this is actually why I'm actually liking 
playing the playing the other characters that I'm that I'm playing currently, which is mostly role playing as Lily. But the fact of the matter is, because I can just oh pop in whenever the heck I want. Yeah. Like I can come come in do a little do a little spot that's part of backstage stuff and. Give me yeah. And you also play uh, Finrear, so like uh, you want to tell the story of uh, how Finrear came about and uh, what are your goals for Finrear? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, <clears throat> let me put it to you this way. You know your, you know your current champion? <laughs> You mean Omega? Oh, yeah. Go on. And, you know, um, you know, you know Karen, obviously. You mean to tell me that they, uh, did some, uh, things and, uh, they gave Back birth and forward. to a puppy. Back they and gave, forward. Back they and gave forward. birth to a puppy. <laughs> yeah. So suffice to say... Shit went down. <laughs> it's a, it's the nearest basically the reason both the, both the sisters retired for a while, and he is now since he is now grown up on his own. Basically, he can take care of himself now. In, now everybody's pretty much back for the time <laughs> being. <laughs> so, like, you gave Laurie the nickname the Lone Wolf, but at the same time, he's, like, surrounded by, you know, Big Bear and Bianca and Karen and Finrear and Lily and all these people. So is he really the Lone Wolf now, or are we going to give him a new moniker or something? No. There's there's a reason for the for the Lone Wolf moniker, and in, in all fairness, he... There is still a reason that he still goes by it. Okay. If Orson, like, if Orson, he always goes with his own judgment. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about the higher ups if necessary. He's going to, like, you know, you've heard the phrase, best for business, right? Yeah. I mean, I use that quite often. Yes, fair, yeah, fair enough. But he, he tends to think, but what is right for business? All right. Like when he was in when he first popped up in in FG, this was when uh, Bison and Body was basically crippling everybody. All right. That guy so, disappeared. Really? Yeah, but the thing was that at the rate he, he this guy was basically beating the cra- injuring people left and right. There was going to be no show, so he, he Lori basically stepped in and decided, that, okay, I'm I'm going to let him focus on me, mm-hmm. but like I can take I can take much more like I can take this, whatever. So he like if worse comes to worse, he'll look, like he'll look at a problem and go, can I handle this? And if he can, he'll do it. If it, if it means he has to stay, if it, 
if a situation states that he has to stay away from the bit, he'll stay away from it. But the fact of the matter is, Heaton thinks of it on his own. All right. So, like, uh, I think you uh, best worded it in the Skype chat uh, that Lori is kind of like the punisher in the sense. I know that. And yeah, he'll, like, he'll basically, he just follows his own judgment pretty much. He'll 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 take the he'll take the blame if necessary if he has to, but he he always goes with his gut feeling. Now, um, obviously, your uh, goal with uh, Fenrir is the uh, main championships and all that. But uh, do you think that uh, Lori has anything like unfinished as far as goals wise, or do you think you've pretty much done everything you want to with him? You live? I think Lori might be having some uh, issues with his phone again. Uh, so I guess we'll just uh, fix the questions in the chat, which Major's the only one in the chat room right now, because I guess some people that go, oh, I'll join in and stuff like that when they don't show up. Uh, oh, there you that. are. There you are. Yeah. So, like, uh, did you hear the uh, last question? Well, I, I know it's about Veneer. Okay. <laughs> but. Um, like I was asking, do you think Lori has anything uh, goal-wise that he has yet to accomplish that he still wants to? Well, Basically, trying to stay, trying to stay relevant here. In all fairness, like he basically, he basically has no. I don't think he really has a problem if, if the time comes that he doesn't need to be there anymore. But I'm pretty sure there there is some matches that he would like to take on, like. I know I've been like I know I'd like to uh, take on Shanahan once more. Yeah. quite frankly, I've already to- told the guy if it wasn't for the fact that there was two other people in that match, he wouldn't have won the Storm thing. One on one, the Storm would fall to the wolf. <laughs> well, that is entirely up to Matt. And oh, I, I've already talked to him about it. He says, okay. someday, someday. Because, I mean, I heard some tales and stuff about uh, WrestleMania possibly being his last match if a certain thing happened or didn't happen. But I can't confirm or deny that. Mostly because I don't remember what the other thing was. And? Oh, uh, something about... Uh, Salem being back or something like that. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but that's neither here or there. I don't think 
Salem will do anything relevant, unfortunately. Don't get me and like don't get me, even get me started with Salem. I'm the I'm actually the one I'm actually the one that fault there for trying to get him back. Well, like I told uh, other people in the uh, boxer in the last show, I'm all for these people coming back, like your angels and your Salem's and uh, stuff like that. But if they're you know intentionally causing heat for the sake of causing heat, you know there's a fine line between that. Yeah, and. And as the crew, we would deal with it as it happened. Apparently, some people are thinking otherwise. They say, "No, no, no. We should, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be bothering with this." That. I'm sorry, but how many times have we had? We are. We have. We don't have that many people anymore. Yeah, that's the that's that's reality. That's what I'm getting at. But you know. If, you know, let's say, you know, four people don't want to face this one person and this one person, you know, can't be booked in the match, what are you going to do about it? If, you know, like say that you were running the guild and you competed just against this one person, it's not the least fun for you or that one person because that's all you can face. Well, I would see, well, the thing is that, um, one, Personally, I would be... Uh, now, this is actually, in my opinion, for Sop, he'd be facing me. If, yeah. I'm going to use Salem as a, an example. I, he would be facing me as his first for, as his first for return thing. Because quite frankly, one, I figure that... Would help, that could, I could gauge him from the... Uh, from the how he want, how he did the match, and quite frankly, too, it would be nice that he'd actually have a match where he actually show up against me. <laughs> That's also I'm, a problem that I've noticed with some people. I mean, I he, here wasn't it on his show he called me out. That is true. And I remember that, and that I was should, the show. Yeah, that was the show and, that he did during Raw, and everybody's a wrestling fan, and Raw is like. The, the number one, you know, wrestling show as far as nationally known. And he's like, no, I'm gonna, my show's more important, but this is a community built on wrestling, and that's the number one product. So I, I never got that. Eh, to each their own. But the thing is that, like, he's been... When it, ever since that X-Cup where me and, where me and Salem basically duked it out and I won that he's always been saying I'm going to get you, I'm going to get back at you for this I'm going to get back I'm going to beat you for this. I want to match against you I'm going to beat you I'm going to beat you but every time I'm always there and yet he never shows up well I believe in you know case wise that would be him either have an unfortunate circumstances to the personal life or the fact that, you know, you outclass him as far as all that goes. I just go with a little column A, a little column B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, I mean, because obviously personal shit happens and it's always around this time of year and then it picks back up during the summertime. Yeah. 
I know that all too well. <laughs> but anyway, so do you, like, yeah, as far as, like, far as uh, but if I let you get back, there's also uh, like there's also like some matches that I like to get in with some people that I actually owe them this. I don't want to. Uh, you of all people, I know I owe you a rematch, a good, decent <laughs> rematch for that. I mean that that'll happen in the, eventually. I mean I think both of us have enough on our plates. Yeah, but and, I'm just saying, like, gonna, as a, and if we're gonna do something, it's gotta you know have a good deal to it. I don't want to oh, yeah. just do one offs or anything. But I'm just I'm just gonna say this right now. Don't bring don't be bringing her into this. What you mean, Billy? <laughs> yeah, don't you dare bring her into this. Well, why would I do that when I got so many other kids? I know that, but guess what? I'm just warning you. Don't be bringing her into this. And that's not even considering that uh, he got one more, you know, recently. Kono got uh, uh, one more child recently. Oh, okay, this is new. Yeah, it's um, something that I was doing on another site, but uh, he did get another child recently. Uh, her name is Lyra. She's got uh, wolf-like qualities, so to speak. Uh-oh. Yeah? Oh, boy. Another wolf. <laughs> I should be calling uh, gimmick infringement here. <laughs> are are you going to call gimmick infringement on Baron Corbin because he is the lone wolf? I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fact, the fact he probably might eat me. <laughs> I I don't know about that. I mean, he doesn't look like he's got you know much of an appetite considering he's like skinny as fuck and it looks like he's Chest is like caved in from his shitty ass tattoos. Yeah, but you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised at how oh, you know most of the people with big appetites are actually skinny as fuck. Well, I'm like skinny as fuck too, and I have a big appetite, but that doesn't mean anything really. All I'm gonna say is world championship eating. Well, I think our. Uh... Like one of the co-owners of EWA right now has, did win that uh, eating contest that they had back in the day. It was a uh, whale helmet, uh, uh, Aaron Fatsumundo, and uh, Mammoth, and Mammoth won that contest. Oh yeah, I remember Big Bear was there too, but he was basically focused on his own on his own food. Now. Um, this is something I was going to talk to other guild owners about, and I don't know if they're going to even consider listening to this show, even though so many people are going to be like, yeah, listen in and blah, 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 and they haven't showed up yet. But uh, do you think that we need a return of, like, the X Cup or something like that? And, or do you think the guilds that we've got now between, like, EWA and SB can't warrant that? We're already stretched thin as, as is. That's if we had the same amount of player base as we had like a couple years ago, 
I would say yes. But or, or, as, should, it, or should we do like uh, how they did uh, e, um, was it FC versus EEW back in the day? It's a guild versus guild kind of thing. Well, thing, well, the thing about that is like it's the same thing. We have people being in on the same shows all the time. Like we have, let's say we have Harley being on both EWA and FG. We have Claire being in FG and EWA. It's the same thing. And the list and go and so on and so on and so on. How are you? Which like? First off, you need to figure out. Okay, if we're gonna do this, what someone's gonna have to, people are gonna have to choose a, finally choose a side. Well, I don't think so so much. Okay, consider it um, how uh, they did the invasion in um, WWF, where uh, they had WCW and ECW uh, join in, and uh, they did uh, titles and. You know, they did the WCW titles in uh, WWF and stuff like that. So let's say uh, Claire and uh, K-Fave Asma work out a deal where um, the FC titles could be defended in uh, uh, EWA and vice versa. Would that be something that could get Garner more of an interest, or what do you think? Well, it's like I said, it really can't, like... I really don't know how it would play out because, like I said, most people are, nowadays are on both both shows, both EWA and FG. Like you have, like you, with, with the way you were describing it, you have you could have had that sense of okay, we need to make sure we're have one side going. Okay, we need to make sure we get we keep our titles and while grabbing theirs, and vice versa. Okay, like, like, what I was, like what I was thinking, okay, like Miranda is the women's champion in EWA, and she's like the women's equivalent champion in uh, FT. So, yeah. like, if, if there is something like, uh, I don't know, like a triple threat match where she defended both titles and she could possibly lose both or whatever between, like, I, I don't know, like, some random person, like a number one contender in FE and a number one contender in EWA. Would that work, or? It would, in all fairness, I think it would have to be, I would have to see the reaction afterwards. Like, let's say, whoever the, like, whoever the champion is, let's say Miranda loses both. Yeah. It's going to affect her more than anything, because now, She's since she's on two shows, it's like she's lost both, but she's lost pretty much everything. Whereas the person who has the, the EWA one can just move on there, or the one in FG can can move on in FG. It's really gonna how they how Miranda would react to it, and how she drags the other other two back into it. Well, I mean. Not to knock Miranda or anything or anybody else, but I think, you know, she could probably pull it out considering, you know, how she does things. I, no, I understand. I can understand that too, but the thing is that I'm, 
one of the things I liked about I bought, in my opinion, one of the things I liked about the when they were doing like takeover thing, when mm-hmm. anyone does a takeover thing, it's like, okay, you, there's always a little bit of uncertainty, and I I want to see how it, I always want to see how it plays out. Maybe I'm overthinking things. I don't know, but well, I think. If one were to do it, then, you know, it would have to be to the point where the main booker for EWA and the main booker for SD would have to get together and talk about it and discuss what they want to see and all that. And, you know, they give, you know, a scenario of, you know, let's say Omega versus Shanahan. Omega has, like, the... uh, the main title in EWA and the IC title in SG. And they discuss what they want to do with it and give scenarios about, well, if Omega wins, then he retains both titles, but if something happens, he loses both. So, I mean, it would have to be between the bookers and those two particular people and do their damnedest not to let it leak out, to not spoil anything. Yeah, that's probably that's probably going to be what what actually happens. But honestly, you that's one of the things like we, you you have to have that air like air of surprise for people for people who read this stuff. Like I'm like for some some matches I've seen like I'm seeing when I'm talking to you guys on Skype, it's like oh well, already know what's going on because. We've already got this all figured out. It's like, really? Well, then, what is the point of doing this? Why don't we just? Why do you want to have this big freaking match if you already know what the heck it's going to be? Well, guy wrestling for the most part is kind of predictable these days. I mean, everybody pretty much knew that I was going to lose against Shanahan for my retirement match, but at the same time, that match was pretty damn awesome to read. Even if they oh, yeah. all people knew. So I figure as long as you know you put out the quality, you know it doesn't really matter too much. Yes, and I. In yeah, but in some cases, like um, let's say you have uh, if you're put, basically put into a ra- into a random uh, let's say a random. Fo- uh, three or four of because I know I've been in that situation before where you don't know what you don't know what what the decision is and all and then you start putting you start putting your putting your best material forward your best material forward then all of a sudden you I'm let's say I'm on Skype and all of a sudden oh we just figured like I just I already know I'm winning this one person just says oh I'm already know I'm winning this it's like Oh, really? So, I mean, do they know, or do they just have the confidence to think they no, know? No, they're no, they're saying that it's like it's already been de- it's already been uh, decided. Oh, that's like pretty day, days before days beforehand. That's pretty like, fucking shitty. Yeah, exactly. It's like what's like what's the point in having this match, <laughs> and if. <laughs> 
you got to give the kayfabe just a little bit. Oh, I uh, yeah, I, I, it's like yes. If you know, like if you know you're going to win it, that's fine. Just don't say, don't say spill the beans already. Or well, at least you know imply that you know you have some doubt. I mean, honestly, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know there's some. I know, like, if there was some times where I knew I, if I knew I was going to win stuff, I wouldn't actually say, "Screw this! I'm still." Uh, I'm going to basically act like, "Oh shit! I'm still. Uh, I may, I may lose this. Only way is what you get." Giving my all, you know. Well, like for me, like as a booker, I, you know, I do want to try and book things that make sense and book things that I want to see. But at the same time, I, you know, apply quality and as um, activity into my decisions. So even if people think that they're going to win, you know, they could very well lose, and then I'm going to take the heat for it anyway. But at the same time, you know. If people tell me a better story than somebody else, I'm going to go for them unless, you know, activity is an issue. And just like Major said, the pool's too small with too much overlap. Yeah, I mean... uh, Unfortunately, we don't have as many people back in the day, and the people that we do have don't want to, you know, be, I guess, in the big kids area. Like, you got your DMs and your... um, Dallas's that don't want to join up, but whatever personal issues Dean has with me, I you know I I'm completely comfortable with you know whatever. I have no personal beef beef with him. Um, I don't really have anything personal with Dallas, but you know I just got tired of her being distant to me, and you know that might be something on her, but at the same time. You know, I I don't know. We just uh, went our separate ways, I guess. Yeah. It's a shame, really. I mean, like, she was destined for great things. I mean, she's still a great role player and everything. So is Dean for the most part. But, I mean, people want to separate themselves from the community. That's really on them. I mean, I know we're not the greatest of people. I mean... I can certainly attest to that, but at the same time, we're all family to one another, even if, you know, some of us are real dicks to one another. Jeez, that's, that's love where I come from. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, if I'm, it's when I'm not being a dick, that's when you have to worry. Because, I mean, like, all of us have, like, in this community have gone through, like, a lot of shit, whether it's, like, depression or you know, personal issues, but at the same time, we all come, you know, to this community and we all have each other's backs. Even we'll have, like, outsiders come in from, like, you know, the uh, the dice bowls or the real, you know, wrestlers that are, you know, trying bash us and shit. And, you know, they, like, came in a bash hero, and at the same time, that was when he was really shitty to people and we all defended him even though we couldn't stand him, so... You know, we stick up for one another. So if people want to separate from each other, that's on them. But at the same time, you know. There's always an exception. And that, that was the 
and I don't know if anybody noticed, knows this or not, but Phoenix and I do live, uh, live with each other, and she keeps giving me the suck it gesture, so. I'm trying to distract him. You're welcome. He's apparently trying to distract Lori says hi. <laughs> she said hi back, and then she drifted back into the office. Does Major have any uh, other comments or questions? Because, I mean, I don't know what it is with tonight, but I guess people just decided not to show up. Yeah, I remember last week you had so many people. Maybe maybe they knew I was going to be on, so they decided, no, this is boring. Yeah, but, you know, I didn't even, you know, mention my guest at all because I try, you know, not to mention anybody just because people have the entry, you know, coming in. I mean, I got my guest for next week all set. Yeah. Hey, Phoenix, why don't you sign in in the chat and give it a call? Because I'm asking you to? Why is your phone dead? Dead. Why is your phone dead? Because you didn't charge it. No. Well, so much for getting Phoenix on the line. Aww. Unless, unless he just sits right here and talks. Um, what? <laughs> I guess he's going to be using uh my uh phone to talk, <laughs> I guess. Oh, no, this should be interesting. Uh, Yeah, it is. So, you got any questions for Lori? (laughs) She said no. You got any questions for her? (laughs) Yeah. Is it really that red down there? She is not a redhead in real life. Okay. Cross that off the list of questions. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, what'd you say? Me? Yeah, like you were saying something? Oh, yeah, just cross that list off the questions. Anyway. Okay, okay. Uh, she, she's going to answer you. Fun fact. If, if the light hits my head just right, you can see some red in my hair. So I'm not actually redhead, but there is some color in there. I can live with that. I can live with that answer. Um, what? She's not a natural redhead, but yes, the carpets do match the drapes. I wasn't actually asking that part, but... Well, spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. He wasn't actually asking that part, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go with that. In a, in a wooded area where you won't find him. But I love Uh-oh. 
anyway, even if he is a Okay, even if you decide to bury me, you won't bury me as deep as WWE has buried Damien Sandow. I actually missed that. What the hell happened? Oh, she was talking about uh, because of the comment you made, and I said that's not exactly what you said. She said she's going to bury me. Triple H would be jealous of the burial she would give me. That that wouldn't take much for him to be jealous from what I've been seeing as of late. (laughs) That is the list of pop vinyls I plan on ordering. I plan on ordering a lot. But actually, um, the, I have a list of uh, people I actually do want to go up against. All right. And oddly enough, Miss Phoenix Fire is on that list. So, like, would you face uh, Phoenix as Bianca or Karen or both? See, that's, see, that's the thing. I don't, I didn't actually, don't actually make it. I just have people on the list. Like, I just have Chrono on the list. Doesn't, doesn't have who... Like Chrono versus whoever, it's basically just Chrono, Phoenix Fire, so on and so on and so on. Well, basically, you have to be more specific. This Chrono faced Bianca and Chrono Chrono has faced Karen, but he hasn't faced Lori. So yeah. there you go for that. And I think Phoenix versus Bianca or Phoenix versus Karen would be pretty interesting. Yeah, but um, I don't know if you would want Bianca taking on uh, Phoenix Fire. I think they would if the match was a mud wrestling match. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to deal with uh, Phoenix afterwards about after her melon gets crushed by her melon. I don't know about that. I, my character would probably be the one videotaping that. This is what you get for not having, you know, your phone charged because then you would know what the conversation was. Give me numbers to this charge again. Uh, if you do, can you give me a copy? <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to get her in the phone. Oh, this should be good. You ready for the number? Okay. Oh, three. Uh, one, seven, two, four. Four, four, four. Four, four. No, wait. Seven, one, seven, four. two, four. Four, four, four. Seven, four, four, four. Twenty-four. <laughs> so many fours. It's a four, right? No, it's like four, like, yeah. There you go. One four zero eight two seven pounds. And major is left. One pound. And
Come on. There we go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm surrounded by assholes. Well, well, well. The voice of the lovely Phoenix Fire. Yes. It's a pleasure. Likewise. You're lying. What? You're lying. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he had questions and you got questions, so go ahead. I'm just the moderator in this question smorgasbord. <laughs> oh, dear God. What you're trying to say is you're the master of puppets. Pulling, pulling the strings? Yeah. Setting the fires and smashing the dreams? Yes. Blinding by you, you can't see a thing. Just call oh, his name and then hear him scream? <laughs> She's the one that does the screaming, not me. I didn't even know that, but uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Confirm or deny? Deny. That's a lie. Liar go I, to hell. Should I hang up? <laughs> you for sure. You for sure. I've already been there. I don't tan well. Keep digging, Watson. Look who's talking, Casper. Not my fault. It's not my fault. I rose just walking outside. So, like, so, Gloria. Hmm? Now that you have Phoenix here, you said you wanted to have a match with her. Any, uh, well, everybody seems to want to have a match with Phoenix. Why is that? Well, I, honestly, for me, it's because I, I've seen, like, I've, I've read, she was like, well, there was like, at one time, there was, uh, it was always Mystique. Everyone wanted to match with Mystique, and then all of a sudden came Phoenix Fire, and all. Of it. And I actually didn't until recently when I saw when I was seeing your big, your her and Landry and your big storyline together. I really didn't know this. I really didn't know anything about you. No offense, no offense, Phoenix, but she she kind of came out of nowhere for that one. Right. That, that's literally what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not to say that she wasn't big in other places, but, I mean, just like you, she, you know, wasn't really noticed until the right person came along to put them on notice. Yeah. But then, I like, I'm reading this as, like, holy shit. I want, like, what's going to happen next time? Right. And... I, and and that's like what I touched on in the interview. I was like, I kept, I kept wanting to do the, the what's next. You know, how could I, you know, how could it be bigger, better, brighter than the last week? Yeah. 
yeah, like I think, like I think that way too. When I when I at one time, like when I was do when I was when my storylines were a lot better, <laughs> and it didn't take me like four hours to do like a one paragraph promo thing. <laughs> so, like, um, now that I got you both here, I gotta ask. Okay, so oh, like, this should be good. Okay, like, so Phoenix has done, uh, she's role-played as women and she's role-played as men, and you do the same. So what do you both prefer? Do you prefer to play as a woman or play as a man as far as, you know, where does your best work come from? I think my best work has come from me role-playing as a woman because I haven't really dabbled that much as role-playing as a dude. Um which is something I'd be open to try, you know, because I've got male characters in the closet somewhere. Paul Kelly is not one of them. Um, but, you know... They're all in the closet? Yes. Neither uh, is Prince anymore. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tom Cruise will come out of the closet. <laughs> all right, so... uh what about you, Lori? You have more fun as a woman role play, like as uh, your character. Did you have to? Or? Did you have to say it that way? Yeah. Well, it's not how I meant it, but I'm saying, do you have more fun uh, role playing as a you know girl character as far as a guy character? Um, it really for me, it's like I get more flexibility role playing as a female. Yeah. Because whereas most whereas most of the guys are basically oh I'm I'm the baddest motherfucker or I'm the strongest motherfucker or <laughs> oh I'm gonna be built like Brock Lesnar you're I'm gonna be a monster <laughs> but yet I can fly like a mo- uh, I'm super fast I can fly all I'm basically Superman I mean I seem to have more depth with playing as the Atwood sisters or as Lily of all people. I mean, let's put Lily on the spotlight. She's not a wrestler yet. She's actually one of the best, for the longest time, this is, she's actually the best character I wanted to play as for the longest time. And, And she doesn't wrestle. But yet, here she is in all being surrounded by all these people and just trying to react to these people. Some like her, some some don't, but I don't think I've ever seen it yet, but... Well, it's hard to hate on Lily. I mean, nobody can hate on her. Not yet, at least. <laughs> Unless she, you know, puts on the mouse mask and uh, drinks from the milk carton again, and then she becomes a fucking monster. Hey, that's your fault. Oh, Phoenix is uh, looking at me questioningly. We gave, um, it was a a parody thing where, you know how the mouse mask makes people evil and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, Lily is so good that when we gave her the mouse mask to put on, the only, the evil thing she did was just drink milk straight from the carton. And then, oh, uh, and then Eris called her a monster because it and took the mask back. A horror. Oh, the humanity. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, like, 
I love the interactions with Little Miss Pe- Little Miss Peaceful here versus around, let's say, Blood Queen. <laughs> well, she's not a queen anymore, and you know I really hate that when people come in, they always do like royalty terms or like godly terms, but they don't really have any notoriety for it. I mean. Miranda did it, and, like, other people have done it, and it's just like, yeah, you might have done this in other places, but when you come to, you know, the guy I've seen, you're not that anymore. Yeah. But it's, like, the whole point, like, here, like, here I am, let's say, playing as Lily, I'm playing, I mean, this innocent little girl versus associating with all these, oh, um, oh, I'm going to be the biggest, baddest motherfucker in this federation. And yet she's going, hi. <laughs> like, just trying to be, trying to be straight up cute, basically. Super like, cute, I, super cute. Like, I know Phoenix has dealt with that. What do you think about that? When people, you know, have the, the ego of being biggest and baddest and all that nonsense, but, you know, when you see them, you don't see anything special from that. Oh, goodness. So, basically, when people can't walk the walk and talk, 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 basically. Okay, like, I'll give you, like, the the perfect example, like, uh, Angel, for example, would portray himself or one of his characters, like, uh, Brock Lesnar, but at the same time, he did nothing to even remotely portray that. Can you hear the sound of my eyes rolling so hard they pop out of my skull? Because that's pretty much what happens. <laughs> the story of our lives. <laughs> um, so, like, how do you uh, deal with that, then, I guess, is what I'm saying. I guess, you know, because in situations and matches that I can vaguely remember enough to feel enough to react enough to to that question. If I try to write in such a way to force them to react and get them to do something, and when they don't, it pisses me off, but at least I know I tried, even though I'm pissed off that I can't get them to do something. There was one guy, I can't even remember his name, but I just remember how pissed off he had me because he knows souls. He was always, like, hitting the, the that two, three-day window. And just, I was up against the God modder that, that I was like, I can't even remember where it was. But I, I remember this guy being pissed off enough. There was somebody I wrote walking out of a match with Claire, I think. And they hated me for it. And I wish I had the link to that. I think that's what I'm probably thinking of. Because I got so pissed off, I'm like, I'm walking out of the match. You know, I've only seen one person walk out on a match with Claire. And that was recently with uh, Camino or whatever her name is, Transvestite or whatever. What was your, like, take on that comedy character, Lori? 
what the you mean Kamano character? Yeah, that uh transvestite character Kamano yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I like I like the I like the gimmick. I mean it's not like it, it kinda of reminded me somewhat like of uh Rico. Mhm. back in the day, but um the thing is that um like, oh wow, you're transgender. So what? What are you gonna do about it, really? It's like there like there was something like she could have like she could she he it went could went eat I any direction with it. And yet it just went to the to the whining whining annoying portrayal of the of the of the characters like like not all of them are like that. not all of them are like transgender ones are like that I mean I actually saw a story on like Facebook my aunt shared something about uh a luchador a luchador wrestler that came out of the closet but yet he's like super flamboyant and he he, play, he plays it off well as his gimmick. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about, too. I was, he's on Lucha Underground. I just don't remember his name. Give me a second. I might be able to find it for you. Um, I know who exactly you're talking about, too. But the, the point of the matter is, like, I know, I'm not sure if, that, if he was if he's a face or a He's technical or rude or not, but um, the thing is that yes, you have you. He has. Uh, I think there, the most technical rude that we have them guys, Omega, hands down. Yeah, but the thing is that he there was so much potential. Like, could have brought up all, grow, like, growing up. It's been rough for me. it's been rough for me until I started doing this, and then I I was able to basically come out, you know. It's um Pimpinella Escalada is who you're thinking of, I think. Uh, That's uh the out of the closet Luchador. Well, I'll find it. In one second, because <laughs> uh, hold on, I can get in chat, but I think that's probably who you're talking about. Yeah, probably, but but the whole but the whole point of it is that um, well, um she basically put like. She has uh, all other characters. Like she had like six characters at one time, and they were basically all, were all the same. Yeah. So you couldn't really tell if it was either Jamie Kim or if it was Kimono, if it was Violetta or whoever. You know, at the same time, you don't want to shit on anybody's you know gimmick. Like even if they like portray themselves as a badass or whatever, you don't want to shit on it entirely like some people do. But at the same time, you got to be like, dude, hold on, just take a step back and, you know, realize what you're doing. 
And I think if more people, you know, took that route, they'd be a lot better off compared to, like, your Jaws and your uh, Kaminos and your uh, Jack Arsons and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing things, and quite, quite frankly, some people will eventually get that in one, in one instance. Some it will take them multiple instances, some of them might not ever get figure it out. Yeah. Any comments, Phoenix? Uh, I don't know that I can really comment. All right, like, so what about, like, uh, what advice would you give these people that are coming in and portraying themselves as, like, badasses and stuff like that? Uh, just, just don't, because... I mean, you're writing yourself into a corner from the start. You know, yeah. If you want to be a badass, you know, write yourself up to that point. Give yourself a journey because, I mean, it's you know, you write you you come off like a bad. If you try to be a badass from day one, you you're no better than those people that show up for you know roll calls asking for a title match. Nobody's heard of them. I mean, creatively, I mean, I get where you're, I get why you want to be it, but at least you would grow more as a writer if you gave yourself a character that, you know, you could start from the bottom and take them somewhere. Which is really what I tried to do with Phoenix Fire, because I mean, I just ripped some stuff off from, like, some old role plays I had, and I'm like, I don't know where the heck I'm taking her, but, you know, at least I've got somewhere to go. And uh, i got to ask, any plans on coming back? (laughs) Eventually, I don't know... I, I I really don't know right now. I just I've got to think about it, and I've been thinking about it, and I'm probably going to think about it some more. All right, and uh, I know a lot of people are in a feud with you and stuff, so uh, I have a match with you. So, what, in your opinion, makes it you know these people want that match? You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you, and then I'm going to ask Lori the same thing. I mean, I really don't know, because, I mean, you're probably going to give me the look for saying this, but I really, I don't feel like I'm anything special. I mean, I I, I really don't, but, I mean, I guess, um, I guess I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's why people want to have a match with me. I really don't know. Or is it, you know, they're trying to, you know, make a name off you or something like that? Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But, I mean, if they're trying to make a name off of me, he could (laughs) fuck. What about you, Roy? Why they want want a match with Phoenix Fire? Yeah. I mean, not, hmm. well, not, well, 
Well, the guy with Phoenix Fire, but also at the same time, several people want to face you too. So I was trying to get a feel for that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that that's like way out of left field there. <laughs> but no, I I was going to j- joke about it's like it's there since the majority of the people who role play are guys. It's like. Oh my God! It's an actual girl. <laughs> that, oh, my God. oh my God! This is so hot. Something but no, like... but no. In all fairness, I think, I think when it comes down to it, everybody wants. They see your stuff. They see her style of writing, and they 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 know they're, they're going like. Everyone has a little bit of seriousness with them, and they're hoping that either they're they're going to be seen as good as her, or see her as a way to get better. And like, so, why do you think people want to like face you? <laughs> people want to face me. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that Phoenix does eventually, and. I certainly do, and I know Miranda wants to have better matches, and you know, there's this thing with Omega and stuff like that. Yeah, don't get me started. Don't get me started with Miranda. But she certainly anyway. wants to face everybody, so I think she just needs to slow down for a little bit. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> but no, but in all fairness, like I'm glad you're seeing that seeing that people want to take me on because for the last for the last couple of years or so I haven't been seeing it so people well, basically maybe. have been trying to avoid me like the freaking plague <laughs> I don't think it's that so much I just think they see you around and you know either you'll go inactive or you know they get burned out or something like that but I know there's a want to face people, but not in, like, one-off matches or something like that, or maybe they do want to do one-off matches, but at the same time, they actually want to have, you know, defining matches rather than just, oh, we'll let a crew member decide it or something. Well, in all fairness, like, I like, I can't really say that I can give you the definitive thing for something like that, but what I can't if people want to match with me, they know how to get in, people know how to get in touch with me. I'm always online. Either that, or you can have your uh, favorite god of time be like, "Hey, fucking fight Lori, or fight Karen, or fight Bianca, or something." Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I mean, eventually we'll get Phoenix back. I mean, there may or may not be plans confirmed for her to come back, or there may not be stuff confirmed for storyline-wise, but she'll eventually come back. Eventually. So, uh, Phoenix, do you have anything you want to plug as far as, like, social media and all that nonsense or whatever? I mean, I don't really know I have anything to plug. All right, uh, what's your Gaia name? So in case people 
surprisingly will not don't know for some fucking reason. But who actually does? They all think now that Amy Phoenix started not, which it might actually surprise the shit out of everybody. My guy name is Miss underscore understood. And that's spelled U N D A. You don't have to spell stood. I mean, if you don't, God help you. Um, but yeah, Miss underscore understood. Uh, what about you, Lori? Got anything you want to plug? Yeah, I just plugged it in. A, I just plugged my phone in a few minutes ago. Or <laughs> well, like uh, social media, like Twitter, Instagram, or whatever. I don't. I don't. I don't use any of those. And uh, in case somebody's looking under a rock, what about your guy's screen name? That would be Midnight Blue nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys have any final thoughts or anything before we uh, close up? I'm not saying it was aliens, but aliens. I did meet that guy. He's very nice. And I took him out. It's on camera. I can actually post that picture. Uh, what about you, Lori? Any final thoughts? Did you know that if you hug an ostrich hard enough, it sounds like bagpipes? <laughs> That's an interesting fact, boys, for the day. Well, <laughs> and uh, another interesting fact, Phoenix Fire, despite her name being Phoenix Fire and despite the fact that my animal is a crow, Phoenix loves owls. Kaka. Well, they why are a hoot after why all. Does, why does Phoenix Fire love owls? Oh, no. I mean... Has uh, anyone noticed how uh, uh, Phoenix Fire's name, her character's real name, is Athena Dionysia Augustine? Athena's, Athena's animal is the owl. I, I'm not saying there's a connection, but there might be a connection there. I, I, I got another connection for you. Oh, God, it's not these nuts, is it? No, no. Okay, so... I think I told this story before, but uh, when I first moved in with Phoenix Fire, it took me a little while to find a job. But when I found a job, the very first thing I got her was a stuffed owl. And that's been the staple part of our collection ever since. Mm-hmm. So that just might attribute to it. But uh, I want to thank you both for uh, joining in. <laughs> Phoenix, especially, uh, Phoenix and Lori, I know you've had some uh, phone issues. And Phoenix, I know... You had nothing else better to do. True, true. All right. So, uh, it was fun. All right. Thank you both. And uh, if you're still tuning in, I don't know who is, but uh, the next guest for uh, Crow Calls Episode 6, which is going to be 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday after Raw, is uh, none other than the legendary Marvin. And Phoenix Eyes lit up about that. So... <laughs> Ooh. Scoop, scoop. It was more like the Obama meme where he goes, not bad. Yeah, I, I talked to Marvin. He was going to be tonight, but he had other plans. So hopefully we get him on the show. So uh, thank you guys for uh, once again for uh, coming in and uh, shooting the shit, talking about Gaia wrestling and all that fun stuff. So uh, good night, good fight. <laughs> 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.